Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of our podcast. And today we're going to talk about a famous poet in Chinese history. His name is Lu Yu. Now Lu Yu is not only famous for being a prominent and prolific poet from his time, which is Southern Song Dynasty, but also for writing about the greatest love story ever, one between he himself and his cousin Tang Wan, who was also a famous literary figure at the time. Their love story could very well be a modern drama. They were childhood companions, great friends who fell in love and realized that they were the one for each other, and then they got married. But the girl cannot bear children, so the mother-in-law came in. She was angry, and she was jealous, and she split up the pair and sent the girl home. So the lovebirds parted ways and remarried other people. In fact, Tang Wan married another. Really famous,、uh, prominent political figure at the time, and Lu Yu married、um, married woman and had actually more than seven kids or something.、Um, had a lot of kids,、um, but they had an unexpected yet unforgotten reunion. They、uh, met each other. They ran into each other in a garden in the city.、Um, Called Shenyuan, the garden is called Shenyuan, and after that they never saw each other again. But they wrote love poems to each other, which are many years apart,、uh, but they are inscribed on the walls of this garden, on、um, on the wall in Shenyuan, which people can still see actually till today,、um, and. Um, that's after the di- their divorce.、Um, so today,、um, I will be talking about their story, but I'm not gonna talk about the very famous love poems that's written on the wall、um, that's been studied、um, by many many scholars afterwards、um, throughout the decades.、Um, they have been. Very well studied,、um, and they are ve- very well remembered.、Um, but I am going to talk about the divorce, really, and what's behind the divorce. And、uh, specifically, I want to talk about terrible in-law relationship between Tang Wan and Lu Yu's mom,、um, which in-law relationships are always hard.、Um, Even till today, in all different cultures, many people struggle、um, with difficult in-law、um, relations, and we have heard lots of stories. I'm sure、um, you might know some friend or family who you know suffer from this too. But what's the nature of it in Luo's case, and? I often wonder: Does it say much for、uh, he himself, his wife, his mother?、Um, does it deliver any wisdom for future generations that are puzzled by similar problems? And、uh, funny enough, when I was、um, in a class in Chinese history,、uh, we studied this poem while we were studying、uh, Song Dynasty family relationships. 
and Lu Yu himself wrote a very long poem about it, which I have attached the original poem and the translation that I did, done by me, myself, and I. Um, it's not a very accurate or very good translation, but I couldn't find a uh, very official translation of it,、uh, let alone the English one. So I just did it by myself. And you can read it, and you'll find that a close reading of this poem seems to depict a dichotomous performance by its speaker and the author, one that both highlights the inequalities and suffering of being a woman and a wife, but at the same time reinforces and reaffirms these societal roles. By the end of the poem, we see that Luo's um, poem um, position a society. Where there is a need for others, and in particular the need for human beings to play the role of husband and wife, and organize their bodies and lives around the role of male and female, the greatest source of grief for the girl in the poem, which of course we are thinking that he is referring to Tang Wan, his wife, and after all is her failure to please her mother-in-law, to. Give birth to babies, especially a son,、um, to perform her gender identity and role as a wife successfully. And however, the husband is absent. Yes, we have the author there, but we don't see the husband、uh, present in the poem. And by placing the the tension of the poem within the boundaries of failing to perform one's designated. Societal roles. It also masquerades what at first read appears to be a sympathy toward a woman's difficult societal、um, role and difficult relationship with in-law, with a deeper, grimmer affirmation that what is most important still is the performance of such identities, even if it results in tremendous grief and suffering on both the husband and wife and the mother-in-law. And these roles, girl as wife, girl as supplicant, girl as woman, allow for a clear societal boundary to be seen, and for one's own sense of identity to be reassured, especially that of the poets. Throughout the poem and by its end, one can sense both an overriding sense of sympathy, but also a kind of reassurance as it affirms the speaker of the poem. And the poet's masculine gender identity and role as husband, while clearly depicting its opposite, female gendered identity of woman, and the woman's role as wife. Crossing this gender boundary within the poem, where the speaker tells a narrative of a girl, is symbolic, but not literal. It belies true sympathy by depicting boundaries that, in the end, are affirmed. With the soul of wife sent home,、um, which is the last line of the poem, when、um, the the speaker、uh, in the poem was、um, saying that he heard the water bird cry, and it sounds like it's the soul of a wife sent home. And for the poet, the bird song that became a girl. That became a wife. That became a failed wife. Is by the poem's end, bird song once more. And the illusion cast by Luo's poem is that it tries to convince the listener 
that the words he shapes into the narrative of a girl's life is real and distinct, when in fact it highlights not the complex and rich life of an individual, but the brutal master plot that many women in the society of his time have had to tread. And as the male and the husband, Lu Yo is an astute observer of his um, wife's struggle, obviously, um, a woman's struggle at the time to meet the impossible standards set for them. And yet, Lu Yo chooses to represent via symbolism and extended metaphor and does not or cannot depict the speaker of the poem literally sharing the girl's burdens, nor does the speaker offer a solution. And this poem um, depicts and dramatizes not a single woman, a singular person, but a type of woman that society has constructed a tragic narrative path they must be fitted into. And Luyo has constructed a poem where, through the voice of the poem, he has indirectly cast himself as the storyteller of the girl, quoting her voice and speaking out as if he truly understands how she feels. But what overrides the girl's own individuality and personality, like her longing for, tr- uh, for treats, like bears, pals, is the plot imposed upon her life, leaving, um, leaving her father and mother moving to her new lord's home, um, acknowledging that mother-in-law must be obeyed and ultimately failing to bear a son and is driven from the house back home to her parents. And even though the girl suffers in her husband's household, the narration can also serve as a kind of uh, masochistic manifesto where she declares via the poem speaker to the reader the course of life that dutiful women should follow. Luyo's decision to write this poem and his intention or hope for it to be more widely read illuminates a sobering phenomenon. Not only are women pressured into performing impossible tasks to meet the expectation from others, they are also encouraged to embody their weakness, marginality, and crudity as their dominant, more recognizable, and sometimes sole identity. And the absence of the husband in Luyo's poem is deliberate. Luyo does not write explicitly about his affection towards his wife in the poem, yet the fact that the speaker of the poem is so touched by the sound of the water bird seemingly crying, Madame is cruel, that unbidden he begins to recount a narrative of the girl's life, shows that the poet likely feels powerful emotions about the accusation of cruelty leveled at the mother-in-law. What is left unanswered is why Luyo does not express these feelings, which can even be actual disapproval of the mother-in-law's crudity explicitly, and the line that most clearly makes the husband complicit in the mother-in-law's crudity is when the girl describes herself as ill-fated, they made me the butt of slander. And the use of the third-person pronoun suggest that the mother-in-law has made a group of people complicit in slander against her to drive her out of the household, while the line does not explicitly say her husband participated in attacks on her. It does not make clear, at the very least, his 
It does make clear, at the very least, his silence, his inability to stop the maltreatment of her character. At the very least, contributed to the decision for her to leave, mirroring or echoing Luyo's actual divorce from his wife and his mother-in-law's behest. So, the family system exerts on the wife an expectation of a hard life, meeting extraordinary difficult、uh, expectations. Yet the husband agrees it is necessary that she performs these responsibilities. Throughout the poem, the speaker's greatest display of sympathy for the girl's suffering is recognition. A boundary set between husband and wife seemingly prevents the absent husband in the poem from intervening in the others in his wife's social responsibilities. Perhaps the social boundaries which fix the separate roles of male husband and female wife can help explain his absence. In supporting his wife both verbally and physically in the poem, when she needs help, this boundary within the family not only helps reinforce the hierarchy between husband and wife, it also provides security for the husband in his dominant position. While the husband is secured from the day he is born into a place in his own family, there is no secure setting for a woman. Not only does the wife have to depart her own native family for her husband's house. Divorcing her identity as a daughter, she must perform hard work to secure her identity as a wife. Although she is a temporary member of her husband's household, she is not a member of his family until her own son grows up and takes the role of a husband. So, a woman's position within her family was more significant than her gender in determining her social role, and woman has to earn these roles. And most importantly, she must provide. The links in the male chain of descent to better secure her standing, as is written in the poem. My wish was that I might bear a son to see Madame's,、uh, Madame Dandel's grandson in her arm. No matter how good her performance, how dutifully she served in her role, to not produce a son is a failure that overrides her past, present, and possibly her future. It becomes the story of her life. So. Through re- reading this poem, we see how a prominent literary figure, Luo, who have produced,、um, who has produced thousands of poems that、uh, students today in China still read and discuss and learn from,、um, handled his own、um, love life, his own、um, his own marriage, and. In-law relationship and how troubling it was for for even him at the time,、um, and I think that cast interesting、um, insights into their time, but also into our time, and it forces and pushes us, at least, and my classmates in the classroom,、um, to think more about a woman and her position and her responsibilities. And the social roles of the husband, and his responsibilities, and、um, I think it says a lot about how our society has changed today, with、um, gender equality movement, human rights movement, Me Too movement, and all that.、Um, and certainly, different cultures、um, have different.、Um, 
social phenomenons um, involving in in-law relationships and and family and marriage and divorce and and all this. But I hope you enjoyed um, listening to this piece of story from from ancient China, and give it a thought of how. If you were Lu Yu, how would you have handled? If you were Tang Wan, um, how would you have have um, felt and learned and um, faced that difficult struggle? And um, and thank you so much for listening in. And next episode, we're going to continue the discussion of women, a female writer, and. We're going to um, read very, very prominent, important um, Asian American female author Maxine Hong Kingston's book, and uh, see how she deals with the life, the life that is hers, the life story, and how she wrote them down, um, even and uh, it's. Beautiful writing and is very very um, interesting book to to think a lot on.、Um, so just look forward to that one. And thank you so much again for listening in.